and welcome to Sutra Side Talk, episode 196. I'm your host, Kamran Shushtar, and with me is... James Seelig. It's been two weeks, I guess, since our last show. Yeah, we kind of missed the last one. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was just going to be a leftovers one, but we ended up just not doing it. Uh, we're here this week, though, uh, to talk Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, which uh, just came out this past weekend. It is also 4th of July, happy 4th, uh, yep. freedom time. Special holiday episode. Yeah, really. Uh, we're just doing it quick before we go and do our respective stuff. We're just trying to get it out of the way quickly. Uh, this is Super Side Talk. We talk what we watch and play. Uh, just real fast, James, how are you doing? How's it going with you? It's doing okay. Uh, just really tired because, one, I've been really bad with my gym schedule for like what feels like the entire year. Like I don't think I've gone... I used to go every day after work so like at least four or five uh, times a week and i've just been like maybe two or three times which is like still better than like a lot of people but i don't know above I, average for sure yeah I'm, I'm like trying to get back into my uh, schedule i i went three times this last week and i'm just like tired also i i already told you i added another game to my list of games i'm playing i'm playing diablo 4 they find they got me and that game is ruining my sleep schedule. So I'm like expending more energy, not getting enough sleep. And then like, I, I don't know if I mentioned on the show that I, I put my car into the shop like a few weeks ago, a little while, like at this point to get a, a tiny dent fixed that was uh, caused when I was having my windshield replaced and they just keep pushing back like when they think it'll be done because <laughs> I bought a Tesla. I was an idiot that bought a Tesla and I thought, oh. At this point, their production line is probably fine. Shouldn't be that hard to find parts or whatever. No, apparently the shop has been literally stuck on waiting for parts for like two and a half to three weeks at this point. So I'm fine. Could be better. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I, I feel like since March, I've nonstop been having to go to doctors, hospitals on one side and then stuff for, for cars on the other, whether it's my yeah. car helping out. My folks getting their cars taken care of too and stuff like that but i'm like still non-stop having to go i had to go back to the doctor again because i've had that cough that i've talked about on the show that i've had to do on this show uh for over six weeks now and i got an inhaler and i might have two inhalers for like a week or and a half or something uh depending on how the first one pans out but i've had to go back for that and then uh for my car i just got it like the the wiper fluid tube replaced and I had tire pressure thing popping up. So I said, if I can get that looked at, it stopped. It disappeared like two weeks after uh, A1 service due soon. So now it needs to be serviced like oh. regular <laughs> and tire pressure is back. And I'm like, okay. Plus from when I got the windshield replaced, when like the whole carpet was wet, uh, I've still been like trying to get the, the dude to help me out who said he'd like clean it. And so hopefully tomorrow... I can take it in. So it's just like both of these things, whether it's doctor or car, nonstop, keep having to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I'm just like, please, I, I just want this to be over. Please. I just, I'm, I'm so done. I'm so done with all. <laughs> Let of this. me rest. Yeah. I just need one day. <laughs> yeah. But we're here to talk uh, Indian and Jones today. And of course, um, I'll just say a few things real fast. Uh, we're pretty much toning down on social media in general for the show. Not that it really mattered in the beginning anyway, because I look at, instagram stuff and the amount of work i put in versus the amount of like i guess like 
visualization with that if you don't do like the boost crap if you're not paying instagram to like advertise yeah. it's kind of also a waste of time anyway uh i don't think anyone really cares through instagram I, the show doesn't really get affected by what i post yeah, on instagram. i don't know if i've ever seen an ad for a podcast on instagram and been like oh yeah i'll check it out <laughs> yeah so uh toning it down for now anyway uh, i might boost it up later on depending on when the show changes but i'll just say like uh the show itself I can't say too much yet, but like there'll be big changes later on or there should be uh, if everything goes correctly. But for now, the show isn't the priority at the moment. So there's other things that need to be done first. And then once those things are done, potentially it should actually help the show out in the long run. So for now, like there might be times where we do miss a week here and there. Um, just a heads up for that. Just because, like I said, it's not the big focus. But we'll still be doing stuff here uh, with more of the recent stuff, I think, because of that, too. Uh, being more focused, we might not be, be able to cover everything that we do and packing in, like, three things into one episode. But we'll see how that goes, uh, which is why, like, today we're just doing a shorter one, one movie, that's it kind of thing. Uh, but with that said, let's uh, dive right into it, James. We saw Dial of Destiny, what, on uh, Saturday? I think. Uh, yeah. yeah, Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Uh, he texted me at like Friday night and I was like, oh, wait, what movie did I agree to see? <laughs> you literally, you <laughs> well, literally said which movie are we watching? And I'm like, all oh, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, because uh, that's right. Barbenheimer is not out yet, dude. We can't go see. Dude, everything I see about the Barbie <laughs> movie just makes me want to see it more and more. I don't know why. <laughs> For those that don't know, you know, Oppenheimer and Barbie are coming out in the same time. Watch Oppenheimer first. And then watch Barbie movie, Barbie movie if you're doing a double feature that day of. Because the whole thing is, apparently Oppenheimer is going to make you depressed and all the shit. You're just, like, destroyed. And Barbie is going to kind of, like, restart your heart and get you back to normal. So that's the doctor's orders in terms of just watching order. If you're only going to watch one, you know, whichever one looks more appealing to you personally. If I had to choose one, yeah. I'd choose Barbie just because Nolan hasn't been as it uh, great recently with his movies. Yeah. So, like... I'm interested in the Oppenheimer movie, but yeah, that seems like a real like downer movie and Barbie just looks so fun. <laughs> oh boy, nuclear weapons. Yeah. Also Fourth of July, I got my Assassin's Creed uh three shirt. Oh um, uh, nice. Yeah. I'm just wearing my Nintendo three DS shirt. Well, well done. <laughs> you're just a walking I'm I'm a walking freedom advertisement. You're just walking Nintendo advertisement. I'm literally cool. like one of those people just like, okay, whatever, what shirt do I pick out of the pot? Uh, <laughs> Uh, ah, smells fine. All right, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> All right, Indiana Jones. So, this is the fifth and final Indiana Jones movie. Hopefully, it is. It is for yeah. sure. It, the The way I look at it, guys, I'm just going to start off with this. And of course, spoilers. As you know, we we just do that for everything at this point. Harrison Ford's old. He's really old now. Yeah. Um. What's crazy was. You know, we all were like, dang, he's old when Kingdom of the Crystal Skull came out. And he was still able to do stuff, but you could tell, like, you know, compared to the first, you know, the trilogy of yeah. movies, he was moving slower. It was He had, like, literally several more decades on him. Yeah, it's like he, he couldn't do as much, but you can kind of tell also, like, he's a little wrinkly, his face is graying a bit, like, everything's graying up. And he can do as much of the cool stuff as he used to. But they still were able to get a lot of action in there. And then for Dial of Destiny, you're like, damn, that, that was like, what, 2007, 2008 or something like that. This is 2023. 
that's how many years later this is coming out like that is almost like that's straight up like 15 years actually i think yeah it's 15 years later so i was surprised like most of this movie was like action scenes or chase scenes yeah not as much not as much mind you um just yeah indy was throwing way fewer punches he he threw a few they yeah. did the the bam sound effect or whatever it was it was minimal but effective when he would yeah yeah for sure except for a big big german or a big white yeah the, there's always <clears throat> one big dude yeah one big dude that's just like fuck god damn it there really is one big dude in like each movie really Yo, that kid murdered him yeah it was pretty good uh-huh. underwater god but this one he's moving a lot slower much 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 slower he can't do as much. The whole, the beginning is a full prologue of like young Indiana Jones or like trilogy era Indiana Jones. It takes place like right, it takes place after Last Crusade because it's the end of the war. Uh, and he's, you know, moving around on trains doing all this punching. But the thing is, it's not him. There's a guy with a Harrison Ford mask that yeah. they basically did the full like visual effects over to make it look like a young Harrison Ford. And before we get into that whole thing, I just wanted to talk about like, you know, his age and everything else. But like, well, that that's that whole CG thing is why I'm like, maybe they could do more because I, I could see a future where Disney is like, hey, we already got the young indie face mask. We got like a shit ton of Harrison Ford talking. Let's throw that into an AI uh, learning machine and or yeah, shit, what, uh, whatever you call it. And just like have it do an indiana jones movie with someone else acting out all the scenes and just have ai guess we're talking about it now yeah the face and uh the um even the voice you can make him look and sound like old indiana jones so you don't have to recast you just have cg the whole yeah. movie so i, I hope they never that. do that I, I don't want them to yeah, do that that's why i was like hopefully hopefully yeah. this is the the last one with indiana jones before we talk more about the visual effects the whole thing yeah is this movie is, of course, the least action-y, the least, like, movement out of the th- five movies, for sure. It's him at the end of the end of all of this. It's just kind of like, we got it done. We got you the last movie. We were barely able to get it done. Yeah, we got one last one out there. Yeah, it's like, I had one more in me. And then that was, like, this Squeeze a it. little more out of that lemon or whatever. Orange. Something sweet. <laughs> um, God fuck uh yeah it's it's uh it's over and i think that it's good that it's over at the same time like the thing was i wanted this i wanted this the whole time i wanted this movie i wanted to have a finish even though the last one was a good finish the the minute they said like we have one more well i'm like now you have to do it you can't not do it you have to get it done i know he's old just just put this last one in there and we'll see how it goes. And, you know, even with all the age and everything else, it was still a fun time, I think. And it wasn't a great yeah. time, but it was a fun time. Now, I've been telling people at work, like, I was pleasantly surprised. Like, I walked out of Crystal Skull initially just, like, mad at how much I didn't like that movie. Because I was like, I, I loved all the other three movies. How, how could you add this terrible thing at the end of the series? And it's weird that I kind of softened on it over the years. Like, I, I'm actually okay on Crystal Skull now. Like, it, uh, there's still a few things that I'm just like, that I'll never be able to, like, get past. Like, But whatever. Um, but for Dial of Destiny, like, I went into it expecting it to be utter trash. And I walked out going, like, 
that was actually fun. I liked it. It was not bad. <laughs> and the way I, the way I describe it is there's three tiers of indie movies. There's the high tier, which is Raiders and Last Crusade. You have your middle tier, which is Temple of Dune. Just because compared to those two, it's not as good. It's still fun. And it's also still a young Harrison Ford. And then at the bottom, like in the lower tier, you have like old indie, which is Kingdom and uh, Dylan. From what I've seen online, like no one's comparing this to the older movies. No one at all. Like I haven't seen one thing of like, yeah, where does it rank between these? It's like everyone knows those three movies are on the top. And these two are pretty much yeah. vying for fourth place for the most part. And there was almost no chance it was going to be as good as the original movies. The interesting thing is there have been actual, like, not debates, but people kind of, their opinions being like, oh, I like this one more than four, or others going, I like four more than this one. And the reasons being like, uh, the people that like this one more than four is more of the, um, I would say the, uh, I guess, there, there's certain points where it does get like, you get a little choked up, where it is actually really good performances yeah. by Harrison Ford, being the um, reveal of his son at one point, and then the actual ending. Kind of yeah, being the like end very, got me. yeah, it was a little tearjerker a little bit. And then for Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, the argument for that one is it has a lot more action entertainment in it. Like it, it, that's what makes it stand out better compared to Dial. And the way you look at it, th at those, there's no like conflicting opinion. They're both opinions, and it's kind of just like the well, which one do you kind of care about more? Do you care about yeah. the action entertainment, or do you care about like kind of like the indie himself kind of feeling about it and you can kind of see dial really does a better job in terms of like voicing like a emotional uh feeling for it even though like you know karen allen's in the other one too and everything else and she's more active as well uh but the other one also still being like well i just like action indiana jones i love hearing that he punches someone and it's just the great sound effect of yeah sounds like literally like it. sack yeah it's so it's so freaking good so for me, I'm not sure which one like I like more yet. I'm not honestly not too sure because those are the things where I go, yeah, this one is more action entertainment. This one is more satisfying mm. in terms of like the, the indie emotion. Um, I think for me, uh, I'll let you finish. Okay, thanks. Uh, and it's like, I, I never hated Kingdom of the Crystal Skull since the beginning. I always enjoyed it. I always had my issues with it. Specifically, I'd say the most part, the number one being the monkeys. The number two being like really the, the, that's not even on my list <laughs> yeah it was like the weird monkey vine swing the the aliens and then like yeah the, i know you're the the fridge boy but like yeah. uh those three things are like too much a little bit but i enjoyed the ants i i actually loved the ants thing. no that was a cool scene yeah uh and then everything else like it was it was fun it was so there's so much action and adventure so i honestly think like i think i still like kingdom more because it is still Indiana Jones being a full-on, like, Indiana yeah. Jones. Uh, this one's still being, like, it, it's fantastic, but... I mean, it's not fantastic, obviously. But it's still just... Yeah, it's it's just that closure we need. This one was the necessary closure. The other one was just kind of, like, the last fulfillment, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think I personally would say I'd like Dial of Destiny more than Crystal Skull. Like... I mentioned I softened on Crystal Skull over the years where like at this point, it's really just like the, the indie surviving nu a nuclear explosion in a fridge in the beginning of the movie is so unbelievable that it takes me out of the rest of the almost the rest of the movie because I'm just like, 
he should be dead. <laughs> uh, and then the la very last thing is just the I couldn't understand the thirteen crystal skeletons forming into back into one living skeleton. Like it was so strange and confusing. It, that that was the weirdest. I, no one's done that with an alien before. Where they're like, "Is that yeah, thirteen aliens, or is it one alien, or whatever?" Like, aliens. That's was. the thing. Like, it is unique and interesting. It's just I I'm left with so many questions that again, it just takes me out of the movie. So the the beginning of the movie is uh takes me out of it, and the end of the movie takes me out of it. But like the rest of the movie is pretty entertaining. I'll give it. I'll give it that. Uh, I haven't liked Shia LaBeouf as much. I think he's a great character, but um, yeah, he actually was. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the only uh, but, issue is he was Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. <laughs> but in uh, Dial of Destiny, there, like, there was no single scene that I, like, hated or that took me out of the movie. I, the, Nothing was, like, as spectacular as some of the scenes from the original movies. But, like, there was no single thing that I hated seeing in this movie. Yeah. So I think that's why, overall, I think it's more enjoyable. And it's, just, it's also just, like, slightly more believable. I mean... I love the whole ancient aliens uh, conspiracy theory or whatever. So you would think that Crystal Skull would play into me, uh, like my personal interests, but I just think they did it in a weird way. And like, we'll, when we get to the ending, like there's a, a specific reason why the end of this movie I thought was like such a perfect thing for Indy to experience. Yeah. So like. I'm trying to think, like, what, what do I want to say next, I guess? Uh, I, yeah, we'll just get it out of the way for the visual effects. Like, the whole prologue was fun. It was great to just kind of get, like, a young indie one last time. Mm -hmm. And even though, like, it wasn't, near, it wasn't even, like, a fraction as good as the real young version of, like, Harrison Ford and the original trilogy and stuff, you look at this and like we said, like it's a guy with a mask on that's like a Harrison Ford mask. And then they basically heavily do the visual effects like they did for uh, the Star Wars movies and stuff like young Luke, young Leia, Grand Moff Tarkin, that kind of thing. And, you know, we've seen kind of the stages it's all taken. Like we look at Rogue One, you had Grand Moff Tarkin kind of little fucking uneasy where you're like, uh, this dude's kind of twitching and unanimously everyone's pretty much said it would have been better if we just see the silhouette and the the reflection or like his face in the reflection that's good enough for us but you could tell it wasn't there yet leia she yeah, barely they, moved. they got a little overconfident we're like no no no, we got this yeah but then you mm, saw they put more know. work into leia and she looks really good but then the minute she moves her mouth you're like ah oh, she's oh god yeah, guys, like, let's get it out there's just something off yeah and then the uh epitome of uh, uncanny valley like Rise of Skywalker, it's a little bit better, but it's also so much more brief. It feels like when it has, and it's yeah. darker when you have like young Leia and Luke. Uh, to then Mandalorian, uh, we have young Luke again, and you could tell like young Luke is probably the best. Like in Mandalorian, is the best they've come to at this that point. Yeah, I uh, just still being like they can't move much. Like it's very much Luke's just kind of like the whole time he's moving, cloak down, cloak up. I am Luke. Hello, yeah. it is me. And this one, it's straight up just action. They put it during all of the action. And this is the best they've done so far, for sure. It's because he's flawless. actually moving. Yeah. Like, like, there's just, like, a few moments where, like, the shadows don't look quite right for yeah. whatever reason. But it's just, like, nitpicking, basically. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, I don't want a full movie based on this kind of thing. It's fine if they include it like this every now and again, but also... 
the opportunities for it are diminishing pretty fast because we don't really it's like now Indiana Jones is done we don't need a young Harrison Ford anymore you guys don't need to do that with Star Wars I guess they still can pull it off in certain areas because like if they're exploring the pre episode seven stuff like you have chances for like Luke Leia I don't know if they'd ever want to do Han and Harrison Ford like I want to make me come back you sons of bitches give me the money um it just is, let me die <laughs> god should we punch it uh it's we don't really know uh but i think that it's cool and everything but it's not necessary at the same time yeah and even through this too it's like he looks the best we've seen from disney's like young person visual effects you still have the current harrison ford voicing him and i can easily flash back into my head yeah. and listen to what he sounded like in the older movies versus what he sounds like now and it is night and day different for like young harrison ford voice versus old i think that one. might be another reason why it was like an uncanny valley thing to me where it's like i could tell there was just like a, a few things that felt off and yeah. definitely the voice was one of them yeah it just sounds like old harrison ford in young body uh they couldn't really change that too much so that was like it's like I was enjoying it, but it was still like it was visibly in my head during the whole, uh, the the whole prologue. Like I could feel it. Think I kept thinking about it. Like it did. It had me taken out of it. I'd say probably like thirty percent of mm. like while I was watching it and stuff. Uh, so there's the, just that kind of feeling, I guess. Uh, needless to say, like I said, like kind of what you talked about of do we want this in the future do we want like a young indiana like this i definitely don't i think we can close the book on harrison ford we could say that Same. right now yeah now uh going into the the plot of this movie and i guess like the characters really we only have three two two characters and a group to talk about really like there's the main one helena who aka yeah. wombat yeah, I love that they give her, like, uh, a sidekick nickname. And they only mention it, like, once or twice. Yeah. Well, Ugh. yeah, yeah, pretty much. She is interesting, and I get what they were trying to do, because it's the whole thing of she's the daughter of, uh, what was his name? Um, uh, Basil. Uh, yeah. yeah. Basil Shaw, he's played by, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tony jo Toby Jones, which... Some of you guys might know is Arnim Zola from the Captain America movies, who's like right. the, the little Nazi guy. Is like, yeah, and he uh, he becomes a computer in Winter Soldier, which was fucking weird, uh, yeah. but also actually really cool because the Winter Soldier is like one of the few Marvel movies. It's like, hey, this feels like a movie, like a film that's not like just fucking schlock. But like, yeah, I find it interesting that they were able to make a version of the Zola robot that wasn't just literally a. Uh, television like a teletubby screen stomach with like a camera head yeah God. they Neil actually no made dog. it cool yeah so she's the daughter of shaw which shaw is cool in the in the flashback stuff like during the prologue he's an enjoyable character it's just like another one of indy's companions as we go through it just like yeah the countless he companions he has went nuts trying to uh solve this one ancient mystery of this supposed time travel device made by archimedes maybe yeah and helena being like oh this is the daughter of this guy and she puts up a front like i'm becoming an archaeologist and it's like all a lie she's really just yeah. like because 
I'm following in my dad's footsteps. Her father and Indy kind of both screwed her over as a kid, where Indy could have taken more care of her, and he just didn't. So he just kind of forsaken yeah. her and left her to basically fend for herself. And the well, fact I guess that- he was like, oh, your, your crazy dad will take care of you. And he's like, no, no, that didn't work out. Even <laughs> then, after like he passed, it was the whole thing of like, still, she wasn't helping her out, really. Yeah. And Basil still, too, yeah, it was crazy. So he couldn't really do anything for her. So she had to do stuff on her own and was like, I like money because that helps me survive kind of thing. And yeah. that's all she knew, really, even though like she is big on archaeology, but not for the reasons that Indy is. Yeah, it's like she took all the skills that her father and Indy taught her. And instead of using it to find artifacts to put in museums, she's just like, I'll sell it to the highest bidder. Yeah, I don't I don't care what happens to it as long as I, I find something cool and I make my money. She's, which is interesting because she is literally the type of people that Indy's basically fought his whole life, yeah. practically, uh, going up against. Like, even, like, Temple of Doom is a perfect example, like, paying the highest bidder for, like, that kind of thing. And even uh, um, Last Crusade starts off with, like, the Cross of Coronado. It's like, this belongs in a museum. Yeah. Which, oh, my God. So do you. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> such a good line. Um, and he's saying that when he's back, back when he's still like youngish too, at that point, that's the funniest thing. And then you, you look at now and we're like, the museum can't keep him in. He keeps breaking out <laughs> quite literally. Cause he works in like a college museum type thing. I, I love it as a time party. The only thing he has to say is like, thanks for putting up with me. <laughs> yeah. God. Uh, but Helena is really fun. I, she has more, I guess, like energy. Uh, and is a semi-fighter type person. Like, you see her fight, yeah. and she can, like, hold her own, but she's not, like, indie level of just, like, yeah, I could take these guys down. Even though you go throughout the movies, like, Indy's not a high-end, like, fighter. He gets yeah. captured in, like... He could drive a tuk-tuk really good, though. <laughs> yeah. And he, but he gets captured in, like, every movie, no matter what, or he has to, like, run away, depending on the situation. So it's very, oh, yeah. like... He... he they remind you, like, yo, this character is mortal. Like, it's not like uh, you're. Dude, I do love that. Towards the end of the movie, they're like climbing the uh, the cave, and she's just like, "Come on, what's wrong with you?" He's like, "I'm old, I'm tired, yeah. and you haven't had the had to drink the blood of Kali." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah that was great. Oh, that, nice callback. You were like, "Hey, we understood that reference." Uh, <laughs> just the Steve Rogers, like, yeah, uh, I was like, oh, "Man, yeah, what did that do to him?" Yeah, but overall, I thought she was good. She was entertaining. Um, and you do see her, like, not, I don't want to say growth, like, it's more of, I guess, change of heart that she has throughout the movie, yeah. uh, which takes a bit of time. It really, I guess, happens around um, the scuba diving is when it occurs. Yeah. And that's more of, like, the, hey, we can do this to the, by the end, it's, hey, I'm me again, Indy, we, like, I care about you kind of thing. Uh, versus, yeah. like, the very beginning, she's like, I'm leaving you here to die. <laughs> and literally yeah, locks him inside. So you do see, like, I guess, like, the three stages of her changing throughout the film. And yeah. you can tell they kind of want to do something with her uh, in terms of, like, is she the passing of the torch kind of thing? Have, I have heard that. And especially with her having, like, a kid sidekick, people were like, oh, is he, like, the new short round, too? Maybe. Yeah. Which his name was, um, what's his name? It was also, like, a funny name. Teddy. Yeah, it was just Teddy. Yeah. Uh, just like constantly stealing shit from people. Yeah, God, that's how they met, pretty much. And it sounds honestly very similar to how, like, her and Short Round met, too. 
Wait, yeah, didn't... He mentioned how he met Short Round. I forget what it was. Uh, Something about him being an orphan, but I can't yeah. remember what it was either. The, the thing with this, though, is... She, I think, is going to be doing something else as well. And uh, I'll talk about it in a second, but would you want to see her? Because the thing is, they're working... Mm. They're talking about working on a Indiana Jones Disney Plus series that is like Indiana Jones-esque or like in that world, but not necessarily with Harrison Ford because we already talked about it. Like he's done. This would be a different character. And do you I'd think give it a shot? Her? I mean, I I don't know if I liked her character as much as I ever liked Indiana Jones, but that's like a big ask. So, but I liked her enough that I would definitely give like this character another shot for sure. Okay. Because now the other thing being like, she could be in that. I personally don't want that, but that's only because I want Kehu Kwan to come back as Ooh, yeah, I would like that much more. Mm-hmm. That, that would, would be, be what, yeah. the true torch passer. Uh, and I think that would be really great. And if they want, they could put Harrison Ford in it as just indie, but done like after this yeah, movie like they, literally maybe one time in the first season they have to like go to some, an expert for advice and it's indie and it's it's also just like it's a acknowledgement of just like hey i'm happy you're doing this kid like i'm glad you found your own yeah thing and he's like thanks and it's like that that just like that little chat he doesn't have to do any action he could just be sitting in a chair talking to him and that's all we need but have like the first line be like oh, not so short anymore <laughs> yeah (laughs) oh my god but it it would just also when you look at how they interact in real life how excited keu kwan is when he sees dude it's those photos are so heartwarming they they it looks like they're both like genuinely happy to see each other after so long that's why i say like yo anyone that always disses temple of doom fuck you guys like you guys don't get how heartfelt that movie is even with like people i got my problems with that movie but again it's like I can it's also the most the hardcore. Problems. There's dudes getting their heart pulled out oh, yeah. and like, uh-huh. <laughs> sacrificed and shit. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, but I really do think he could do it. I think if she wanted to be in it too, she could be a supporting character for him. But it really should be Kehu Kwan. Especially for the sheer fact that you guys, if you want the best one, it's going to be heartfelt having him in it. Especially with the emotion he brings to the characters. Like, yeah. female Arbiter is fine, but she's not going to have the same emotion as Kehu Kwan. Kei Kwan is just literally walking emotion in in the best way possible because he knows how to like siphon it into just like a very good character as we saw in everything everywhere all at once and yeah. Temple of Doom. And uh, the thing too is like he is a very big stunt person. So he, really? yeah, the whole thing is after, after like uh, Temple and Goonies, uh, for the most part, the reason he wasn't really an actor among one of the things it was like he was mainly doing a lot of the stunt stuff. He was a stunt coordinator. He was oh, like I didn't working know that. stuff. He's big on stunts. That's why he was so good in everything everywhere. Interesting. Was, that was just him doing his thing. So huh. have him in these in this show. Holy crap, the amount of choreography they could pull off in it, the amount of stuff he can do. Like we're gonna get like high end indie stuff where it's yeah, that's gonna be the punches, but kicks and everything else. He could really make it his own and make it very action packed. Like you would have so much fighting. Imagine how fun that would be. Like, that'd be that'd crazy be cool. Good. Yeah. So that would be really dope. I think that's the best direction they could possibly take. And it would make the most sense. And, you know, 
we're talking about this. We're talking about Helena. And I think, like I said, she's fine. Uh, she's good. I enjoyed her. But if it's between her and Kei Kwan, like, it's got to be him. If it wasn't him, it would make sense to be her. There's no one else. Uh, the reason there's no one else, you know, probably asking why not Mutt Williams if you haven't watched the movie already. Uh, it's kind of impossible because he's dead. <laughs> and, you know, we weren't expecting that, I got to say. Uh, yeah, I was just like, wait, he, the dude who's like anti-establishment, anti-government, like, don't tell me what to do. Like, he went off to join, like, I assume Vietnam and died. Yeah. Which was, like, damn, what? Well, not what we were expecting when the whole thing, because we knew Shia LaBeouf wasn't going to be in it. Like, it was very, like, it seemed very unlikely yeah, I thought they just weren't going to talk about it. I didn't think I they thought, were going to be well, like, his son is dead. His his marriage is over. I wasn't sure how many years later it would be between yeah. like Kingdom and this. Because the whole thing is Kingdom is during the 60s, if I recall. I want to say uh, early I mean, 60s early, or late 50s. One of the two. Late enough that like Ru- Russians were already like kind of, a, if not villain, like a adversary. Well, we have to also keep in mind, like when you think about it, Raiders is still... I guess the early time of the Nazis, but also yeah. him and Marion are just hanging around. Like they, she hasn't like Mutt's not even born yet. So you have to keep in mind, like he's probably early twenties, late. He's like basically between 19 to 22 in kingdom. Yeah. So that's like, if it was 1939 or something. So he would have been maybe like in his late thirties, early forties for Vietnam. I think late, because Vietnam was still like it was it started in the late 60s. If oh, I, yeah, I forgot it, it started like it went on for like a long time. Yeah. So I know we're not going to I'm not going to dive. Yeah, well no, into that, the that would be like a whole history the lesson. The point <laughs> is like he was, yeah, probably like late 20s around the time Vietnam happens. But also I. Uh, it's enough time where, you know, this movie's taking place in the 70s at this point or wait, no, because they went to the moon, right? Yeah, like the the beginning of the movie so was there was like a parade for the Apollo Eleven uh, mission going well. Oh, that's what it was. So it wasn't the moon? Was it the moon? No, that was the moon. Okay, so it was nineteen sixty nine. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure it was nineteen sixty nine. Was when we went to the moon. So it's still the sixties. Um, but for yeah, so he. I thought it would be like, because uh, I wasn't, like I said, I was the, the whole reason I'm talking uh, about this. Apollo 11 was uh, 1969. Yeah. So the whole thing with him being in Vietnam, like I was thinking like they could say he's still in school. He's doing something in college or something like that. And then I yeah. realized like, oh, it might be. Took too- his dad's advice, went back to school. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I don't know, maybe that was too much. It, it didn't work out because like, uh, who knows how many years it's been versus like uh when that actually happens and everything else so it's hard to say and i think he the whole thing was like in kingdom the war didn't start yet i don't think it was like the red scare and everything else but like we're post korean war we're not like in vietnam yet so i think he wasn't like i think he was in the initial start of it probably of like i enlisted whereas like eventually you know they weren't like oh just enlist stuff they were it wasn't in the beginning i don't think they were doing the draft the draft came after the initial start of the war yeah so he was part of the gung-ho group i'm pretty sure even though yes it is very out of character but it could be just because like he was put back in line by indy and he saw like he served in world war ii and he thought maybe this was his thing he could do and also james mangold had to do the best he could to make this work 
in terms of like, well, how do we, James Mangle did a, I'd say like he's the director for this film. I think he did a great job with uh, what there was because it's just like, okay, you have a very old Harrison Ford. You have to basically deal with that. You have Shia LaBeouf being Shia LaBeouf. So we can't necessarily put him in this movie either. How are you going to pull this off? And it's like the, they pretty much didn't have like sky's the limit kind of thing when making this movie. It was very much like a box where it's like, we have to do the best we can with what we have. And yeah. we're very limited on kind of how we can pull anything off kind of thing. I just feel like it was a weird choice to, to like undo Indy and Marion getting married at the end of the last movie. And then like the cherry on top of this movie it, it was oh they get back together again everything might be fine like well then why did you do all that in the first place it just it seems like unnecessary but i don't know for which part exactly like the well because like so the end just, of the last movie the or like uh well them... yeah just like they they didn't have to kill off Mutt or make this whole thing where like mutt died and it put strain on his marriage and that's why they're not together anymore and then at the very end of the movie they're just back together so like why manufacture all this stuff that doesn't really have anything to do with the rest of the movie except for like the one scene where indy's like yeah if i could go through time i would probably tell my son not to go get himself killed yeah and and like it just seemed like they manufactured all this unnecessary tension i mean maybe it was just to have like one more thing of like this is why indy is like sad and like alone and doesn't want like why he's like so apprehensive about going on another adventure i guess because he's just like he's done yeah i'm done uh i mean I, I i get it and it makes sense like it works the way it does at the same time too i feel like we've gotten this cliche before and it's like yeah you know he's very ladies manish and then kingdom it's like we finally see him settle down and yeah. have this come out after where it's like, oh, they're not together again. It's really like, hey, I feel like I've seen this before. Oh, right. What happens in Uncharted? They get together at the end of the first game. Yeah. And then they're apart for the second game. And at the end of the second game, they get together again. And then you see the third game and they're divorced. And then they get together again at the end. And then, the and then four, they're playing uh, Banjo or Crash uh, Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot together. And then they almost split up in the middle of four and then get back yeah. together again. So it's just like, I think these are, that's always been the most annoying kind of thing. It's just like, I guess I can see like it is in a sense realistic, depending on that person's personality of like how they work and what they're wrestling with the whole time. But at the same time as just being a either player or audience person, just a viewer it kind of does it it's like a it, it becomes obnoxious even if it's like written for a good reason it still feels obnoxious because it's just like for fuck's sake i just want growth it's like the same thing as like um in comics for like marvel and dc where they reboot something yeah. and they like you're like oh finally this character's getting growth something's happening where the status quo is changing in a way i'm not saying like oh this new person's taking up the mantle because that could go to shit and it has i've watched it happen yeah. but i'm saying like oh the hero gets married. The hero is a kid. They're still the hero, but now something's different. And they'll always be like, yeah, you're right. Hey, so we did New 52, rebooted everything. And you fuck it, fuck yeah. everyone. And you're just like... It just feels like, why, why go through all that work just to st wind up in the same place you were already at? Yeah, it, it, it just... it It's probably, I think, my least favorite trope 
or I guess my yeah. most it just feels trope in any form of media, whether it's games or film or television or comics. Yeah. It just is stupid, which I guess that's the one thing about anime is at least they keep moving forward and then they finish. And it's like the one thing they're just like, you're like, oh, thank God it's done. We don't have to worry about it. Even though they do that still with some character, we're just like, oh, this character's annoying. But to the uh, amount of animes where it's just like in this episode, half the characters die out of nowhere and they never come back. Yeah. And you're just like, oh. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, well, actually, some know, but others like have so much plot armor, it's insane if they're just yeah, a supporting sure. character. Um, depending on what it is. Um, so, the other characters being like, you know, Mads Mikkelsen and his little like Nazi followers, and Mads Mikkelsen was fine. He was a good villain, and he, so you know, I just thought it was hilarious though. Like one of the first times you see him in the the present, I guess, is just like, oh, this dude is like still like. 20 30 years later however long it's been just full nazi still yeah. he <laughs> like, he got the americans to the moon and he's still like hitler didn't or, or you guys didn't win the war hitler lost it it's like damn dude you're still carrying that flag he it's funny because like you know as a villain he's not a very emotionally active person it's very just like straight face the whole time very like reserved it's just his whole thing is he's driven to get that time travel device no matter what and it, it makes sense that if he believes in the ability to go back and change time like that i guess it makes sense that he would keep his nazi ideals because he's just like well no i mean the the thousand year reich isn't dead it just isn't still going on in this timeline just I it's the fix proper it. reboot yeah yeah quite literally going back and rebooting but like yeah. It's funny because I, I compared again to like Captain America stuff where it's just like it's like the Red School thing where it's like, um, you know, Hitler, Hitler is not uh, he, yeah. he's he's in the right, but he's not he could I could do it better than he can. Yeah, kind that, of thing. I, I did not see that twist coming that he's like, why are you going to Munich? Like, oh, because I'm going to kill Hitler and take his place because he didn't know what he was doing. It's like, oh, OK, interesting. This Nazi wants to kill Hitler. <laughs> yeah. And just be a worse Hitler. It's or I guess like yeah, a yes. more successful Hitler, which makes him a worse Hitler. Yeah. Uh, and the thing too is, it's in, it's always interesting seeing that kind of thing where there is a guy that's not the like head of the big bad organization going after a thing that could change everything. And it's kind of like you look at them and you're like, why aren't you taking this power for yourself? Kind of thing. And that's what I was thinking the whole time the way he's doing it. And then once he says like, yeah, I could do like a better job. I'm like. There we go. I was waiting for him to do that kind of thing. Cause yeah. I'm like, why would you go through all this trouble to be like Hitler? I did this for you. I'd be like, it also makes sense. Cause like, like I said, one of the first things he says in the present, the present is Hitler lost the war. Not we lost the war. And no, so, it's not, we didn't win. Yeah. It's, it's like you guys didn't win the war. Hitler yeah. lost it. Cause he yeah, was So him specifically enough. saying like Hitler lost. It was definitely like a hint that uh, he's not, he doesn't really love Hitler. Like he maybe should as a Nazi, but interesting. Yeah. It's uh, it's like um, <laughs> I mean, I know it's probably bad, but it's like the whole thing with like a lot of people are running against Trump, and they're like, Trump's not, you know, I'm a better Trump than Trump. <laughs> it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's that kind of DeSantis thing. DeSantis is like, I'm Trump, but young. I'm, I'm like, I'm not the woke shit. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. um, he was otherwise cool. Like Madden, I've always been, the thing is, I always love Mads Mikkelsen. He's, yeah, such he's a, a great fun, actor. Uh, actor. He always is. I would say more or less typecast a lot as a villain in certain things, unless it's like a, cause if I recall, he's Swedish. Uh, he is usually like in his stuff. 
um, back home, like actual Swedish films, um, very much like not, I don't think the, the bad guy necessarily. It's like a lot more like main character kind of thing. If you look at it, like people, I guess, still sort of half make him villain in Rogue One, even though he's not. He's like the scientist there. I, I don't think I wouldn't say he was a villain. He was just forced to do something yeah. bad. But he like you did everything. For some in his reason, power he's still like, get, like I, I forget where I saw, but some things it still labels him as like one of the villains or something. I don't know why. And then like uh, people forget he used to be like one of the good guys. Um, I I remember this just because it was one of the like movies I saw when I was a kid on my birthday. The uh, Clive Owen King Arthur movie. He was uh, in that. Huh. He was in that? He was, uh, I think, uh, his name was, I think, Tristan. He Damn. was the one with the hawk. Uh, wow, I do not remember that. Yeah, and he huh. he's like, uh, yeah. all I, I remember that him was is like Wilson. Hannibal and uh, Death, Death, Death Stranding. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, he was, um, he was in that and he was a good guy. He ends up getting killed by the main bad guy or like the main Viking dude. Uh, but he tries to fight him and then like Arthur sees him get killed and he's like, all right, well now I'm going to fight you. You kill my friend. Um, so yeah, he was, he's been good and stuff. I think there's a recent movie where he actually kills a shit ton of Nazis, which is funny. It's like mm. a whole thing where it's like, you messed with the wrong Swede and he starts like hunting them and shit. It actually looks really fun. I, I, I never saw it though. It's, it's like all these foreign films of his. I want to, it's a whole, it's like. Going through directors and other actors' filmographies, he's definitely one I've always wanted to check out just because it's probably a very interesting thing. Like, the more, like, this is what he's looked at in the, in, it is more national light than the American light kind of thing. So, otherwise, his character, yeah, it was fun. Uh, not my favorite yeah. uh, Nazi. <laughs> it feels weird saying that, like, specifically. They're like, for indie stuff, I think, like, the one I've always. Uh, the the most evil Nazis are still like taught the the one who is the like dude with the burned hand yeah 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 that fucker uh, him and then and he uh, just like looked like the most stereotypical evil. Nazi you could think of straight up and just hey, dude, the way hey, how he like menacingly in uh, hello t- t- Raiders yeah he just like pulls apart this like thing and you think he's like it's a coat together. hanger yeah you think he's like making a torture device it's a coat hanger just to put it's his coat up so good even this is funny Rene belloc you know the the main bad guy like the french dude yeah. who's not even a nazi he's there and he's even nervous too and he's like oh I just, <laughs> dude i love that scene where like sola's like his name is balosh is like belloc <laughs> belloc's here uh, like God. and he just like fucking hates that guy but him and then the the fucking general in last crusade who literally like fights Indy on the tank and it even has like yeah. the Nazi music. Yeah, like that whole thing. And he's just like, you know, when, when they're captured, he's like, why? And he keeps smacking him with the glove and shit. Yeah. And oh my God. Like he, that dude was straight up just like, that's the Nazi you, when he falls off the cliff with the tank and you see his face, you're just like, yes. That's yes! such a great shot. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it's funny because I mean I guess I think that's why they're so superiors because you're just you're they're Nazis you hate and you're just waiting for them to get their face melted off or to fall off a cliff and it's just so satisfying. Yeah, it's like the only time that Mads Mikkelsen's character really emotes heavily in this movie is when Indy's like, "You're fucking up. You're going through the wrong time." Oh yeah, and he starts freaking out, and he's just like, 
shit, maybe he's right. Uh, he was. Moved the plane immediately. He's like, it's too fucking late, man. It was Continental Drift. He was right about it because uh, it's like, oh, did we make it? Oh, shit, it's tie rooms. It's the Roman invasion. We've gone to the wrong place. So, like, seeing him nervous and then, like, then also kind of coming to terms when the plane's about to crash, he was just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay fine um but yeah it's also a, all, it's the thing too of he's also old he he too is like an older nazi kind of guy like he's not even a young one even then like when he was the doctor like he wasn't even like um and he's just like the scientist guy yeah he's he, just like yeah that spear thing replica bullshit is it not not helpful this hunk of metal thing though that's a bunch of gears super important we, we need really the other half this. yeah so a good villain but also still like i said he just uh he also with his age it just kind of makes him the default like of the five films like the lesser because at least yeah. also Clay- kate blanchett was fun in four even though she was ridiculous like just like a, a sword twirling uh the communist. psychic nazi yeah no i'm psychic, uh, sorry psychic, psychic russian. russian we're so used to we're so yeah. used to uh psychic nazis we're just like no that one's russian um i love it's just like the one of the first things that indy does in that movie is make fun of their accent it's like but but the sound of how your teeth are sinking into those wubby use they sound pretty russian to me it's like damn what uh and then like one last little thing about it is just like his henchmen are fucking like all more or less american yeah they're just nazi you're telling me that i could uh if i help you out i could get probably a shit ton of nazi gold i'm in Probably, yeah, they're, they're like, gold woman, everything, and they're, like, already, like, dudes that you can tell are, like, you know, they could have the white hoods on, but I think they saw themselves with the higher calling. You know, maybe I could see them, like, part of this uh, deal being, like, okay, we're not going back to the present. Like, if you come with me, we're staying in the past, but I'll be, like, the leader of the Reich now, so you Yeah, they all want whatever. power. They, like, yeah. the... Because when they, they all put on the uniforms, except for big guy yeah. who drowns. But, like, uh, they're, like, fully set to just go into that world. And you see it's, like, well, are they, like, were they German before? And it's, like, no. You look at that dude. He's literally reading a how-to-speak-German book. Yeah. Like, it, it's just, like, trying to learn the language. And I feel bad for the one, like, CIA agent that got shot, though. I did, but also I didn't at all. Because I was, like, it is your fault. You were part of this. Like, you could have... Yeah. You could have not let him do this kind of thing or reported him, but you didn't. So good well, job. it's weird because like she was truly working for the government just being like, OK, he says he can get this like time travel device for us. I am in charge of making sure he does that. And then like the mission went wrong and she didn't anticipate that like he had turned all his like handlers against like to his side, essentially. Yeah, but also, the, the, OK, they kill people in the university. She looks at that, points the gun, and goes, oh, well, there's bigger things afoot. She could have stopped him there. She that's didn't. True. So that's why I'm like, oh, well. That was also another thing that I I was, I didn't understand. Maybe I missed it because I wasn't paying attention or something. But I don't understand how Indy gets blamed for the deaths at, at the university. Because like, it's still the government there. Oh, they just, like, framed him? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Was, that makes sense. Yeah. Because I was just like, wait, why Why would anyone think that he just on Bro, his retirement day was just like, <laughs> yeah, nowadays people will be like, yeah, my retirement party is everyone dies. Yeah, no, it's Ugh. just a, a standard American exercise at this point where it's like, hey, you know, you worked everything for us. But fuck you. <laughs> We're just going to fuck you over yeah. the first chance we get. Here's a clock. 
Yeah. Although he just like washes out and just gives, gives it to the homeless guy. He's like, here, here yeah, whatever. Gives, gives, here's the goddamn clock. Chewie's not here to give it to you. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, they're fun. They're like ridiculous, just American Nazis, which at the same yeah. time, we currently have American Nazis, so it's not a surprise. And yep. um, other than that, like, we have a return briefly for Sala. We have uh, Marion Ravenwood returning too. And I think this is where it really gets, like, fun. And it's funny because, like, Sala's like, I can go with you. And he's like, I miss the mountain. I miss the desert. I miss the sea. Yeah, that and was that was a good line. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that. But it's also, like, you're also old. And it's funny because, like, you guys, you know, that's Gimli. That's, like. I literally did not know that. Yeah. Like, I heard that, like, yesterday and was like, Are you, what? <laughs> well, at, the, at the same time, when you see Gimli, really, you're saying that's Sala. Because Indian Jones came out way before yeah. Lord of the Rings. But it's still, like. He's both of them, and he's always been a fun character and stuff. He's even on, like, Princess Diaries, too, and stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, I always enjoy that actor. And uh, is it John Reese? No, no, it's, uh, no, I'm thinking of someone from Monty Python, I think. Um, what's his name? Uh, no, yeah, John Reese Davis. I was right. Okay. Oh, wait, I almost forgot. You know who else is in this before we get into the, like, just about them specifically? Hmm. Antonio Banderas is in this oh, movie. Yeah. As a Spanish, like, sailor who was in World War II and he was, like, a, a frogman or something. Yeah. He was, like, basically a dude who was, like, taking out Nazis left and right, it sounds like. And he was just fun to have in it. And then he just dies. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. And it sucks because, like, you know, they all help Indy and they all die for it. But it's also sort of, like, halfway in his fault, too. Yeah, I love that scene where, like, they're getting away and she's like, woo, we did it. We got away. And he's like, my friend just died. He, he just got like, murdered hell? in front of me. And she, yeah, and I'm just like, yeah. And mm. the thing is, like, Indy always, like, he's, no, we see it once before, I feel like, uh, or I guess twice. Uh, the first in Temple of Doom, his buddy that helps him out dies in the beginning, gets shot. And Indy actually, like, so, sees, like, full on just, like, he lets everything go and just goes to him and is like, oh, fuck, like, I didn't want you yeah. to die. And he's like, you know, that's my last adventure, Indy. And you feel it. And it's like, you could tell, like, he became emotionally compromised. Like he cares enough where he'll let everything else fall around him for the, you know, his friends, like the people he works with yeah. all the time. And even like um, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, Mac betrays him like two or three times. <laughs> and at the end, he's yeah. like trying to save him too there where he's just like, you know, I got it's you, like, buddy. It's okay, Jonesy. I'll be fine. I'll be fine, Jonesy. <laughs> She yeah. starts screaming as he goes in. And I'm like, Ugh. I don't think he's fine. <laughs> Jonesy, sounds... you idiot. I'm a triple agent. Really? Uh, what? I'm, I just lied about being double. <laughs> so stupid. It's like, there's like three times in that movie where he's like, no, I'm really working for the Americans. No, I'm really a Russian spy. That's why no, dude, I really was working for the Americans. That's why when... um. Uh, Helena calls him Jonesy once. He looks at her like, "Would you just call me?" Yeah, because it really was like the only person that calls him that was Mac. And he, I know it's like Kingdom wasn't everyone's favorite thing, but the fact that my ears perked up when they said that showed yeah. still how much of an imprint that movie did still make, uh, and how much I remembered of it. Um, but yeah, Antonio Banderas is cool having him as uh, Ronaldo, just like a Spanish guy. And it's funny just having him like anytime he's in an adventure movie now, he just dies because he's yeah. also like the red herring main villain in uncharted proceeds to die and then this one too also proceeds to die and both times it's like 
he doesn't really get a good thing. It's like the first time he just kind of gets like got immediately on the plane telling his story going like, we're all doing this for my personal blah, blah, blah. And then like Tati Gabrielle's character just comes in and fucking kills him and goes, I'm in charge yeah. now. This one, it's like he tries to make a move and then just gets like shot twice. And you're just like, fuck, okay. Well, no, he gets shot, then tries to make a move, kind of be yeah. like, I'm not going to be used as leverage for Indy. And then like dies in the process. Yeah. So, God, poor Spaniards. The I like those the Spanish like fishermen guys. They were cool. It always happens though. The one time I think it worked out was Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like the ship that's carrying them gets like overtaken by the the Nazis, and then as they're leaving, they see Indy snuck up onto the sub, um, and they're like all cheering them on. And you're like, oh cool, they didn't die. Thank oh, God. Yeah. yeah, you're like happy they didn't blow them up, and I'm just like. Ooh, because I liked, um, what was his name? Captain, um, remember that dude? The captain who's in charge of, uh, you probably, okay, fine. You need to rewatch these movies, bro. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, he was a cool character, but then, yeah, back to the, we get Sala, we get Marion Ravenwood, and it's at the end, and it's more or less the, like, here's the wrapping up. We have the whole gang's here, minus a short round. There were, they're one they're run round short of a person yeah. in this ending here. But you have pretty much the Raiders cast reunited, plus like Helena and uh Teddy. I, I did like, love Solo. It was just like, let's go get ice cream, kids. And yeah, because they look the around. Hallway. Yeah, it's oh my god, that was so funny. It was so good. But could, I also I was half expecting him to stay and everyone else leaves too, and it's just those three. But it was yeah, it was just like, okay. And then the fact that they do the reverse, like, the reverse where doesn't it hurt kind of thing. Yeah. Um, which was kind of cute. Uh, but, like, it was very satisfying having them together again. Like, especially because they really fuck with you the whole movie before that. And you're like, yo, you guys can't do that. And I, I was really afraid to be like, yo, she's dead. And I was like, I really hope they didn't. And it's like, no, we're getting divorced. And I'm like, that's worse. Yeah. <laughs> so... The minute I'm, I'm not gonna lie the minute she walked through the door because i'm like praying the whole time I'm like please tell me you guys got her in the movie you guys got her in the movie just like when they're making kingdom i was really hoping she'd come back because i'm like there's no way we'd fucking get willie back no one wants willie back lady only here because she i'm director yeah <laughs> no offense but it was that that family guy thing is always funny yeah it's and then sadly accurate <laughs> elsa is kind of dead uh even though she was yeah. fun so it's just like know, it maybe she got the grail when she fell down in the chasm <laughs> She's just living there forever. She can't. She there's nothing in there to drink. You need to drink. Oh, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, it's just Marion and the fact that they had her in Kingdom when they're like, she's like Indiana Jones. I was like, yes, yes. And then like at, in this one, it was the it was the same, but I was just like immediate, just like I choked up for a second. I was just like, oh, oh, oh my god, my heart. So it was it was very nice. Um, and then like having her in the minute I realized her and Sala were in the same room was so just it was so incredibly satisfying i was so happy with it and this is where it, like you could almost say it's like fan service but it was still just like it was the finish it was the finish they needed and they did a good job with it because yeah. it's like they're all together they're going out to get ice cream and then they're coming right back like these people are together till the end which i was really yeah. happy about yeah how do you feel about the ending there uh, I mean, I thought that was nice. 
that's a, another reason why I'm just like, please don't make any more like Indiana Jones movies because it just it felt like such a nice like cap to it. Just leave it at that. Um, I don't know the the main. I guess if we're gonna get towards like how we felt about the ending as a whole, like the I mentioned earlier that yeah, there's one there's scene, only one thing to talk about after, which is the the yeah, plot like, of the device and the time travel. But we'll talk about that after. Okay, then yeah, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, nah, so, just like we got, I'm getting close to when I have to actually like start to leave. So. Yeah. So, just the, the main thing is, guys. Okay, it's a dial of destiny. It time travels. You're like, oh shit, is that actually gonna work? And it well, does. What's weird is that it it doesn't specifically travel. It just points you to where there is going to be a like a rift in time that you which can is interesting through. it's strange but interesting well and it made more sense that it's like it's it's mathematics like yes archimedes didn't make a device that makes these time portals he just made a device that can predict them which makes a lot more sense it does and personally james knows this i hate time travel as an idea i've never liked yeah. it it's too, it's too fucking annoying to me uh back to the future is my one exception or one of two i don't really know i flash I, that's why flash isn't my favorite hero um but like in terms of i think you appreciated it more than but like you know kingdom we have aliens you yeah. know writers is like god like everything else is like god related or like indian god related or a hindu specifically like it's in some way mystical uh, yeah and religious and stuff these ones are like you know it's aliens and it's time travel and it's just like okay and it's funny because we get time travel and we're still kind of just like yeah, all right. Versus the aliens were just kind of like, hmm, well, you guys, it's like the aliens were fine. It's just you guys could have done a better job on the aliens. It's just they went a little bit too crazy. Like, it, really, it is just like I don't understand how 13 skeletons combine into one living alien. It didn't alien. make any sense. Yeah, it didn't I, make I, any sense. I didn't like it. Um, but the idea of, like, depending on how certain environmental factors line up, there might be just a, a rift in time in some place or another. Like, that's believable. Like, they didn't... Mi- some dude 2000 years ago didn't make a time travel device. He just figured out that there are windows you can walk through. Yeah. Like it's not unbelievable. I thought it was cool though, with the fact when they come through, you're looking down and then you're thinking like, Oh, it's like the siege of uh, Sicily and stuff. Like it's like the allies the Syracuse. are Syracuse. Yeah. But like, I mean, that's in Sicily, but like, um, oh, man, man. <laughs> damn you. Uh, dude, I don't know geology. Geography. geography what kind of science <laughs> guys for the for those that don't know he is a, I'm a biological scientist he's he is a yeah he's like a he's got the science with like math and everything else but if it's like the ones with rocks and animals this dude's goner yeah i don't uh, know why <laughs> <laughs> uh but like the whole thing of just like you're thinking oh it's allied ships and it's the invasion and shit and you look and it's like i'm like it's funny because like you're those getting closer and i'm like looking closer and i'm like we're in the BC era. It's not even Christ time yet. <laughs> yeah, dude, those Romans were like super accurate with those ballista shots. Holy that shit. Was nuts. <laughs> I love that was the funniest shit. Just like a Nazi gets fucking like hooked, just like pussy shit. It was so funny to me that they were just like leaning out the door of the plane, just like firing their pistols, and I'm just like, What what do you think? There's like a thousand dudes out there. What are you gonna kill them all with your like handguns? <laughs> they're gun dude there's just crazy americans that want to be nazis what you expect you know um, they just immediately start shooting it's like why and it, yeah so it, it is just ridiculous and then the fact that i think the one dude who just is literally like 
having the ride of his life of what the fuck is happening with my life is this Italian pilot that just is asleep in the he plane. He wakes up in the back. Wakes and he's up like, and he's like, fuck? what's happening? Why are you flying this plane, child? And then goes through portal and goes, why is there fucking ancient fucking people around? Yeah. <laughs> it was so ridiculous. Poor dude. He's probably like drinking and like insanely after that. Um, but no one I, would ever believe him. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was done well, though. It, it was funny. It was interesting. Uh, especially just like there's a Roman dude that you think is going to become another bad guy. It's so it's, weird. There's just like one random arrows. Roman dude who's just like, I'm going to kill these dragon people or yeah, whatever. He, he was supposed to be one of the commanders. That's why, like one of the invasion commanders, at least of that ship, of that group of soldiers. And then you have like, um, what's his face? Uh, Archimedes shows up there. And you do have that. I like, like that he's like building the antimathia or whatever like yeah at, yeah and it's like how do you get the watch you travel and it's like no fucking uh yeah i thought i liked that misdirect that is like oh he used the device to see through time and he built his own watch like nah nah he found that watch found it from this actual situation that we're in right yeah. now which like, like my Dr. only Voller's watch pretty much yeah my only complaint with that is that like they tried to do this thing where it it was always a closed loop thing where like the the device was always going to lead Indy and everyone to that specific time because Archimedes was trying to get help for Syracuse or whatever and that doesn't really make a lot of sense because I like I guess it could have been any time uh, like if the if the device found a time portal and they went through it it could have just gone to anywhere it was interesting that it happened to go there but i just thought it was weird that it's like oh this was always how it was supposed to be you go through it and there's the, fucking dinosaurs yeah. oh no and that's the thing i i think it would have been much more interesting if they went through a few time portals like they went through the first one and it's like clearly the wrong time and they're like oh shit i gotta re i gotta find another portal real quick or whatever but that might have been like a little bit too much yeah i don't know i think it would have been because uh, it, it would have turned it could have still been like oh shit but it could have also instead of just been more potential like unnecessary comedy that they could have had or it could yeah. have been looked perceived as comedy which i just was... think it would have been interesting just to have indy see like more, a bunch of different periods of time that he and he's just like oh my Medieval god we're, we're in, like stuff. this yeah and he's just and like, ca like calling out everywhere because he's studied it all and that's that's Each the main century, reason they're like dragon <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that and that's the main reason. That would be so funny if they're the reason why there even is a myth for about dragons in the There's first like place. There's like a Da Vinci, like Da Vinci's taking because Da Vinci's not. He's in like you know northern Italy, but he's like just down there for a little bit. Yeah. And he looks up. Ooh. Yeah, they they go to like the Mayan uh, civilization. They're like Quetzalcoatl. Well, the, the is thing is, it's, uh, no, it's well, my, okay. Quetzalcoatl. Okay. It, no, it's uh, Aztec, but you said oh, okay. Mayan first, and I was like, well, okay. Yeah, no. Um, no, well, no, it wouldn't make any sense because they're over Sicily. It's supposed, it's supposed to be. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, maybe. Uh, different eras of Sicily, maybe. That's about all you can do. So were those windows just through time, not space, then? It was time, but you're in the same space. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, then, yeah, that would yeah. have made less sense. Um, How the fuck did we get to the Americas? Yeah, that was really <laughs> weird. But, the but no, I, I just, I liked it's almost the same exact feeling that I get from Jurassic Park one when Dr. Grant gets to see dinosaurs for the first time. Mm. And he like never thought he would ever yeah. witness this with his own After eyes. The crash, yeah. And like, I, and I was like, I can't imagine that kind of feeling of a paleontologist seeing like something he studied his entire life. That he never thought he would get to see. 
and Andy got to have the same experience where he's just like I'm literally witnessing history like there was a scene earlier in the movie where he's just like yeah we have all these theories that Archimedes built all these cool things like basically giant sun reflectors to burn Roman ships and stuff but we there's no evidence of it so we can't prove it so yeah that's not scientific unless we can prove it and he literally sees it happening and he's just like oh my god I, I'm literally witnessing history with my own two eyes and i that would be a dream come true for someone like indiana jones yeah so i mean i think i'd have a good time with it too but yeah yeah oh god quick stop the spanish from invading yeah (laughs) um but like yeah it was really cool and then of course you have that last emotional point where it is like is he gonna stay here is he gonna die that kind of thing because he gets shot pretty not at the heart but pretty close um, yeah, I was surprised he didn't die. I, yeah. I thought they, that's where they were going. Yeah, they they were. It was either die or get sta- stuck in the past. And I'm like, don't do it, either of those. It's, I like I I don't want either of those. And then she knocks him out, and I'm like, thank God. I straight up was like, thank God. Like I don't want him to deal with this shit. So it was it was a weird transition because it's like you're in the past. Indy gets knocked out with this potential like life ending thing. And then just wakes up in New York or something. Yeah, someone pointed like, that oh, out. Okay. It's like, yeah, he would have been knocked out for like a week because they were in Sicily and they would have had to f- get him medical well, was... help and fly him all the way back to his apartment. Yeah. I mean, the thing was, too, it wasn't just like knocked out from the punch. He was knocked out also because like that yeah, He wound... definitely lost a lot of blood. Too. Yeah. So he was pretty unconscious from that. And then like probably whatever they gave him the hospital while they were fixing him up and stuff. So, yeah. But overall... Yeah, it's like either, you know, for you, it sounds like it's number four. For me, it's probably number five. But still, like, I don't think there's such there's such a thing as a bad Indiana Jones movie. And I think the way I see it, all of these are adventures. Some adventures are more pivotal or iconic or more meaningful than others. For me, my, but like the Indiana Jones adventures that I find just like truly astounding are like Raiders and Last Crusade, who always are kind of like teeter-tottering is what my favorite thing is. Because honestly, I always say like Raiders is probably my favorite film of all time. And like uh, the other ones are like Temple of Doom is still an incredibly fun adventure, but it's not like at the same level. And I think like, yeah, throughout, you know, you have young Indiana Jones too with all these different things that happen and they're all fun, but each one's like, you know, some are better and worse, but I don't think any are terrible if that makes sense yeah no i think i would i would definitely put uh raiders uh as my number one um then last last crusade temple of doom uh dial uh, dial and then um temple no okay Uh, kingdom kingdom Uh, yeah i think we're pretty much the same just four or five switch that's about it yeah um but i think that's really everything there is to talk about this movie yeah, overall, um, I, I thought it was a lot better than I expected. I think compared to like others, like guys, you know, The Flash, I think, is already apparently leaving theaters. But before yeah, Oppenheimer oh and Barbie come out and you want to watch a movie, go watch this. Like, actually, OK, it's, it's go worth, watch Asteroid City worth a watch. or watch this. Like, those yeah. are the two movies I'd say to go watch for sure. Um, otherwise, wait for the others. But I, I think it's worth seeing in a theater just to kind of give Harrison Ford that last like hurrah, if anything. Uh, it, you'll still get some entertainment out of it. Uh, but I think that's everything, guys, uh, that has been Sutraside Talk. You can uh, email us at sutrasidetalk at gmail.com. Send us any comments, questions, feedback. We can talk about it on the show afterwards if you do. 
Uh, follow us on social media, even though, like I said, we're not as active. Suture Side Talk, uh, all one word, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. And of course, if you guys really want to help us out, though, subscribe on whatever platform you are listening to or watching. If it's Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review. If it's Spotify, please rate us. And if it's uh, YouTube, you know, like, subscribe with all that stuff. And then, of course, if you can share it to other people, that would be the most helpful thing possible. It is definitely just word of mouth. Tell people about the show. Otherwise, you could follow James on Twitter at InvaderJim124. You could follow me on Twitter at GoGoComzilla. Uh, like I said, uh, once again, uh, there might be weeks where we miss something. Uh, episodes might be shorter, less topics kind of thing. But also, there's something we want to do that's bigger in the long run. And it just depends on how the other stuff that's being prioritized over this goes for the most part. Uh, until next time, though, see y'all later. Thanks for listening. <laughs>